case we get gold, you know, just going to start recording right now. Um, yeah, your setup is a lot better than mine, mate. I know I did request you to uh, to use an external mic. I didn't know you were going to come on with this absolute unit. Like a boom, a boom stand. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a pro setup. I'm actually just using the mic on the, the laptop. I was going to connect an, an external mic, but then I remembered the wee sort of like um thing to connect the mic to it was like so dodgy so i'm just i don't want to i don't want to take that chance of like losing all the audio from the podcast fair enough man in a way it's kind of like this is my podcast and you're a guest you know because i'm the one with the setup (laughs) you've got the power you've got the mic mate you're gonna sound so much better when folk listen back to this i don't know if my lighting's very good though I think it's pretty good. I think it's, I think it's good. No, see, that's dull now. I think that's okay. I think like I think people are gonna more hear it than see it. For sure. If anyone sure. watches it <laughs> or listens yeah. to it, <laughs> that's what we'll find out. Oh my God. This is the first one. It's the first one uh, uh, I've ever done. So I, that's why I wanted to get you on because you were yeah, sick, man. you were my first ever client as well. So you were the guy that uh, that took the initial chance. And um, and trusted me with uh, your health and fitness. <laughs> mm. That so, is, that's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened, mate. That's what happened. I so um, yeah, just wanted to get you on today, mate. Just to kind of recap the whole journey, get your kind of perspective on it, so that you know anyone out there that's thinking about like getting into health and fitness that wants to make like some big changes in their life can kind of see it from someone's perspective who's gone through it for like a year and a bit and has made some serious like massive changes to their life so like hearing about how you kind of handled all of it went through the different phases of training your nutrition your mindset all of that we'll kind of touch on all of that and hopefully people who are listening can get some good little bits that they can learn from and implement into their own life and uh yeah it'll give me a good opportunity to plug my coaching as well so (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah let's jump right in man that sounds great love it brother love it um so i've got a series of questions that we'll basically just run through and then if you want to like chat about anything else in between um we can do that so yeah mate let's get into it the first question that I wanted to ask you, man, was why did you initially reach out? Um, I think it was a pretty, it was pretty um, well-timed. So I I'd basically spent a lot of my life feeling really underwhelmed and very unhappy with my physical body. And, and that sort of extended into my own mind, just you're very unhappy with who I was. And it, but equally so, I wasn't doing anything about it, and I never would. I think if I'd stayed in the in that mindset, and I know a lot of people have this, but I would just look in the mirror and just go, "I wish I could change," but I just know I, I there was just some sort of knowing part of myself that knew that in my current state I would never make any changes. So what it took was a big um, a series of intergalactic collisions of a breakup and COVID and just everything in my world just sort of catching fire all at the same time for me to um, have the realization that all I really have is myself. And if I'm not going to do it now, I'll never do it. So it was, and it was just, you know, that was the train of thought that happened when I saw your ad, you know, cause we'd been friends on Facebook for a little bit, you know, doing, um, doing music together in this scene in London and um, just saw you were, you know, you put your hand up and just said, you know, I'm going in a bit of a new direction. Um, with what I want to do and how I want to help people. And if you're interested, hit me up. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, that 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 could be exactly it. And um, yeah, the rest is history. I think it was just a really serendipitous kind of meeting of a few factors for me. It was good, man. Yeah, because we had met once before. Uh, we had played a gig together um, back when I lived in London. That was, that was before the pandemic, right? It was pre-pandemic, man, yeah. Damn, that actually feels like it was just like yesterday, mate. That was so crazy. Mm. We're, we're talking like three years ago now. But mm-hmm. hey, 
I can I can say like wholeheartedly like the person that I know now, the Adam that I know now, uh, in comparison to the guy that I met back then, like we were a lovely guy back then. Um, but I can see so much like change and difference in you now, just like in terms of obviously your your body's changed a lot, but like just in terms of confidence, man, just like just uh, it's unreal, mate. It's unreal to to see that change. Um, I actually think I should backtrack a little bit because okay. I think I skipped kind of you actually introducing yourself to people properly. I kind of jumped into oh. the a bit too fast. <laughs> and I, I think uh, that's bound, bound to happen first time you, you do a podcast or something like that. So I mm. tell folk um, that might be listening just a little bit about yourself. Okay. So, well, Ian, first actually, of all, thank you for having me. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us know what we're doing, and that's amazing. Um, so my name's Adam. I am I'm a singer, songwriter, musician, all the you know, all bases covered kind of thing. Um, so I'm working in London at the moment, originally from Australia, and um, doing a lot of uh, singing about town, but also on the side doing my uh, my writing, my recording, and my releasing of my own stuff as well. So. Just a full full life of music and um, being catapulted into sort of the London scene from from quiet Australia um, was a bit of a, a bit of a big change for me. But I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying the way of life and the pace. So uh, yeah, I guess that's me. Awesome, mate. Awesome. How long have you actually stayed in London at this point? I moved. I moved in March 2019. So that was one year before pandemic. So. Jeez. <laughs> um, just a touch over three years now three years and a couple yeah, yeah. Like, do you think you're glad that you moved at that time or do you think if you could go back you would have like stayed in australia oh uh, no um i'm not going to swear on the podcast but um um no i would i would have hated to, to have been in australia for the pandemic i think there was this false sense of security that there was this island that was sort of disconnected from everything but when it came down to it you know they had like a few cases and the whole country was just locked down. It was kind of wild over there. Yeah. Whereas over here, it was just kind of like, well, we're swimming in it and um, let's just get on with life. And, you know, like it, just a different mentality. And I think I would have felt, I don't know, very disconnected over there. Cool, cool. Uh, obviously we could talk more about that, but we're going to end up just talking about COVID. So we'll, uh, no. we'll, we'll move we'll ahead. About we'll ahead. Yes, mate. So once you started them, um, once you came on board with me, we started the kind of coaching experience. Let's talk about like the kind of first uh, part of the journey. What were some of the the changes that you noticed happening quite mm. fast? So let's talk about the first phase we went through, the kind of first three months. What were some of the, the changes that you noticed during that kind of time? Right. So I, th I think the main things were just going from zero. I was at absolute zero to something. Um, so what zero looked like for me was a very sort of stagnant existence. Um, a lot of TV games, video games. Um, my eating consisted of just whatever I felt like, um, which was a lot of, I think at that point, I remember telling you about what I was currently eating. It was like a lot of, um, sort of noodles and things like, like, you know, East Asian style stuff. Um, but you know, packet noodles, which is just, you know, nutritionally equivalent of, to dirt. Like it was, just, <laughs> it's not, it's not there. It's not there. Um, but, you know, I was just, I was just chugging along doing my thing and, you know, eating whatever I felt like and not moving. Um, so the first three months of that first phase was just like, all right. So for 10 minutes a day, um, let's just have you sort of doing a little push up here and there and, you know, a little squat here and there. And it was such an easy introduction. It was, it was not scary in the sense that it was just like, I, I think there's something so daunting about like, right, you've got a personal trainer, you're making this commitment. It's day one. It's going to hit you like a train, but it, it, it didn't. I think the way we started was very, it eased me into it in a way that kept me feeling safe. And from that feeling of safety, I felt like I could expand. Um, rather than being overwhelmed from the get-go. So yeah, I think, but I think you also tailored it, tailored it to my 
my position because you know you recognized I was somebody who had no experience in what to eat and how to move um so it was very much a square one situation but um yeah I think we navigated it really well awesome man awesome yeah I think that's that's pretty important to try and kind of meet someone where they're at and you know Mm. like if you could have done more we could have like moved through things faster but you know if we start at that point um it just allows us to really sort of like build the foundations and build the habits really slowly you know just a little bit every day kind of chipping away at it until I mean the point that you're at now um compared to then is crazy and we'll talk about that kind of later on um yeah that's really cool to kind of know that kind of that backstory about kind of where you started and um the kind of changes maybe that you've seen physically what what were some of them maybe in that first three month period I think um so I I I hold all my weight sort of on the my my front like the front of my torso and maybe my sides as well um, I think the first thing that happened was just the thing about moving constantly, you know, every day for like even 15 minutes is you start to lose weight. And um, that came as such a, a huge shock to me that actually it works. And <laughs> I, I, I know this sounds so basic as a concept, but like I was shocked that putting in consistent effort would net results. Um, and those results for me were like losing 10 kilos of just body fat very, very fast. Like, you know, I think it was within a month and a half or, you know, that, that sort of time frame, a month and a half, two months, I was, I was a lot slimmer noticeably. And um, yeah, there that, that was just a, a lightness in me that I'd never felt, you know, just not carrying that extra weight unnecessarily. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I noticed that there was a massive change from your first um, kind of before and after photos during that first three month time period like obviously the body fat went right down as well but you know when I did share your transformation I was getting messages through from like uh, physios that I know like man, his posture has really improved stuff like that so there was mm-hmm. obviously other changes that, that took place whether it was just a case that now you were less sedentary so you were actually like standing up straighter and just having a bit more kind of confidence in yourself like stuff like that can can really kind of lean into towards correcting posture and stuff like that but yeah mate some some huge huge results were made in that first initial kind of period and like what kind of what kind of stuff did you kind of learn about maybe nutrition in that kind of period how did your your eating habits maybe change yeah right I think um this is I th- we've had a I think you and I have had a discussion about this recently just sort of reflecting on our journey together as coach and client um but just like the calories in tomato sauce like the the kind of things that the, the kind of things that I just didn't consider um at all so just calorie content of any food um and once you actually start looking at that um and it, it, it can really, for me, it deterred me from a, a lot of things like looking at that and just going, oh my God, that's not worth it. Like, I, uh, you know, just sort of calorie content counting as a concept was a new thing for me. So like, you know, I took it quite seriously at the start. I know I've lapsed in and out of it since then, but I remember at the start, I was like, right, let's go. And um, just seeing what's in food. I just didn't, I never considered it, you know, I'm eating two minute noodles every day, you know, before seeing you and wondering why my life was the way it was. Um, Yeah. And just to sort of then go from that to like, right, what's in food? Oh my God, all of these things. And yeah, just like a huge paradigm shift in the way I thought about things. And do you think from improving your nutrition, it like, it helped your mindset a lot more? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Just undoubtedly, like I've struggled with, um, a lot of sort of depression and depressive type things for my whole life. And the first thing that really started to lift was, was the sort of that dark veil, you know, when you were, when you're fueling yourself correctly um, and your body's not constantly processing stodge and sugars and just 
too many calories and like wondering where to put all this body fat, you know, when you're actually just giving yourself what you need, you know, your, your brain has room to move. It was, it was, it was like a night and day thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I remember when you did first start, you, you were having some like, you know, digestive issues. Did they clear up quite mm. fast? Yeah, man. Into more oh God, this all feels like, it feels like a lifetime ago, but yeah, yeah. I was, I was seeing the GP over and over again for a lot of like reflux and acidic problems, a lot of stomach pain. And they'd put me on um, things to take away stomach acid. And then they took too much stomach acid away. And then I was suffering from that. And it was just this back and forth of just like trying to medicate a problem that was purely the fact I couldn't feed myself correctly. It was that simple. Yeah. So then just going to an, an, a diet that was, you know just like good yeah so have you had any of those kind of problems since then because that's something i used to have reflux all the time i've not had i've not had reflux unless it's like a really you know unless you sort of having a bit of a night and you're hitting it pretty hard but like i've never ever since had any problems like that that's amazing mate because that's something that we've not even really talked about that much since you know the initial um start of the journey because i think we've just started progressing into so much other stuff like really focusing on like performance and training and uh, nailing your form because we have dealt with a lot of issues at source and really got to the core of the problem like dealt with the root cause um and i think like i think that's something worth thinking about as well is like not just putting a little plaster on your problem by like going to the GP and getting a, getting a pill to swallow or getting a, um, a sort of quick treatment. It's like, you need to look at the root cause and, and, and deal with it there. And the, I think the root cause of that for you, um, was just the kind of diet you're eating, just highly yeah. processed, um, carbohydrates all the time, um, was just yeah. leaving your gut in, in pieces. Um, and um, yeah, mate, we, we dealt with that really fast, which is probably why we've not thought mm. about it in so long. Yeah, and it was dealt with so fast and it was also dealt with not in the direct sense. It was just kind of yeah. like, right, what are you eating? Okay, that, cool. Stop eating that, eat this instead. And I was like, okay, you know, off I go. And, you know, just through doing that, through no like actual intentional, like, like let's talk about your gut health. We just sort of, it just sort of happened because yeah i think i was i was just very i was very far gone in the wrong direction and you just sort of pulled me back to center yeah i mean like that stuff like that is is just going to come as a byproduct of improving all elements of your life from your diet your movement your sleep and kind of general like stress reduction um you're just going to have a hell of a lot of a better internal environment so i think just dealing with all of that stuff was was key uh, and just seeing like how it affects everything as a as a kind of byproduct rather than just focusing on one thing and obsessing over one thing just like let's just create a healthy body and um you know not hope for the best but you know a lot of things we'll see a lot of things change and if we have to focus on anything in specific then that's a, a bridge to cross down the road but we'd nail the foundation yeah. first and then see see how things kind of pan out um so moving on to the kind of next question since the kind of initial three-month period what have been some of the bigger changes that you have been most proud of um oh yeah that's a big question i think um i I could break it down into, into a few things i think the first thing that really started to shift you know once the weight had the weight had gone and you know you look down your waistline you're like i've that's unfamiliar i've never seen myself look like that and just seeing yourself in photos and you know the the confidence just rushed into me like nothing i'd ever felt before you know that was it was just like this this dormant confidence that i'd always wanted to have and it was just there and it was alive so that permeated into my life in all ways um just from you know those first few weeks of just doing some push-ups and and shifting some weight like I felt like a new man and you know that gets thrown around a lot but like I did feel like a new person 
Um, so yeah, there was an immense sense of pride that I had for myself. Um, that was like one of the big things. And that's been something that, that grows um, with the passing time. And, you know, the more that I, the more effort I put into to my journey, the more I get out of it. Um, I think also becoming a person who likes fitness. That's, that's been the big, big, big thing for me. So I've, I've always had, I've always been the music kid at school. I did music. Um, I had a, a few sort of developmental issues with my legs when I was really little. And as a result, I wasn't able to run. Um, I'd like, I had terrible sort of posture with my, my, um, my feet. So basically I just couldn't run. And um, as a result, kind of just got into this habit of, you know, leaning into my other interests, which were very unphysical things. Um, so I kind of grew up into this person who was just very used to not moving. Um, and then after, after a few sort of sessions with you, like, um, I just, I, I, my body is, is ready. It's, it's, all, you know, I've been on holiday for a month and that whole time I, I, I could feel my body just wanting to exercise and wanting to be tested and put to the test and, you know, to, to flex and to, to bend and stretch and all of those things and to lift weights. Like I'm, I'm really into lifting weights now. I just like, it's, it's a, it's such a healthy addiction. Yeah, <laughs> man. It was my only addiction. We all have our vices. <laughs> yeah, we all have our vices. Um, but yeah, I just, just becoming somebody who fundamentally without thinking about it, just within me, it's like in my DNA now to just, move and the importance of movement in my day and in my life um that's been an, another huge shift just like a confidence shift you know it's just a yeah. it's a value shift it's like what is important to me now is this and that's stuck and i'm yeah that's a huge takeaway for me yeah mate that's lovely man and yeah i did i noticed that when you came on board like you really didn't identify with yourself as someone who could be like a person that went to the gym someone like who could incorporate fitness into their life without forcing it if you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i think the changes you've made there and just developing the habits so slowly across time and just building upon them you know uh, month after month to the point where you're at now where you're you know you're in the gym regularly and uh, i mean would i be right in saying you're like you are really like enjoying the process now you're like actually oh, looking forward to training yeah i'm going to the gym after this i'm pumped like um you know <laughs> I, I love it i'm i'm so into it you know I, I was i was on holiday for a month back in australia and i managed to get like a good two lifting sessions in a week um just by just by going to random gyms and saying, oh, I've just moved to the area. Can I have a free trial? And then they just like <laughs> give me a free pass. And I would just do that at different gyms, like every time and sort of kept, because I was eating and drinking, like, you know, like there was no tomorrow. I was like, right, I'm back in this country. I'm going to enjoy myself. It's my holiday. But still like i maintained that level of that baseline level of fitness. Mm. That's a good idea as well. If you don't want to pay for a day pass at gyms, just tell them that you just moved there and uh, you know you're really about joining that gym and you'll probably get a, a free day pass mm. so i did yeah some of them i got like three free sessions i signed up to a free week of classes as well i did a few classes and it was just hilarious wow um, there you go thanks for gym packs. <laughs> mm. love it um so yeah like talking about some of the goals that you kind of went over you know like making fitness part of your lifestyle like you know really bringing that into your sort of identity and something you value like why was that super important to you to to bring it in as something i value um i think just because I, I think deep down intrinsically, like I knew that that's, that was the only way forward. Um, and then, you know, the closer I got to, to sort of weight loss goals and strength goals, the more it was just sticking and the more obvious it just became like, 
this is this is a way of being you know we're all getting older and with that comes challenges your body you know will just face um just through age wear and tear and you know i'm so happy that in my 20s i came to this realization of right let's um let's keep going and fine tuning things as we go rather than just you know having a really colossal breakdown at like 35 40 and your body's a write-off you know like just stuff like that yeah yeah i think that's important i mean you can definitely build these habits at any age because i know this from working with clients from you know the age of 20 to the age of 50 and i've seen people in their 50s build absolute rock solid habits but you know i think from your point of view like building them at this age like building a solid set of habits to kind of carry you through life and just have that longevity so you actually you learn how to eat in your 20s you learn how to exercise in your 20s i think these are going to be things that you can just you know uh, lean on for the rest of your life mate yeah yeah exactly right and like i'm looking forward to being in the best shape of my life and it, it's kind of at this point it's like it's just it just keeps going up like yeah yeah. I mean, like right now, you probably are in the best shape of your life, right? Yeah. 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 And I'm looking forward to like uh, the way I'm thinking about my fitness now is so different as well. Like it always used to be this, this kind of pipe dream that I would just think about like in my saddest moments, just like, oh God, I wish I could just imagine if my body was this way or that way. And now I'm thinking about it like, cool. If I just put in like a good year of work, like I will have that. And then when I'm there, you know, there'll be new goals to achieve. And it's just, it's something that seems obvious and attainable rather than just completely, you know, off with the fairies kind of pipe dream that I, I would have just written off as it'll never happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you understand how it kind of works now. You kind of get how long it takes, how hard you have to work, how you have to kind of just build it as you go. You kind of have to ease your way into it and, you know, add things to it as you kind of go through and you've kind of like you've I think you've accepted if I'm right in saying that this is not like you don't just get to the goal and you've completed it this is like an infinite game like you know like it's a way of life right yes it's the lifestyle it's the lifestyle it's like you don't stop the lifestyle because if you stop the lifestyle then you have a different lifestyle and that different lifestyle might be the old lifestyle that you were living or something else i don't i just don't think i could ever go back i can't relate to the the person that i was before i started this i could never i could never imagine that anything would bring you back like from what like the trajectory that you're on now like you know like you've passed that point where it's like of just building habits now i mean when we're going to talk about your kind of future goals about like what you're going to kind of aim to achieve at this point but now you've really built super strong foundations and to the point where like you probably can't even identify with some of your old habits which is like or maybe you can but they seem quite far removed at this point um but i think that's that's awesome and that's what i did that's what i feel from you anyway i don't know if i'm right in that yeah no, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm right there, man. Like, like, yeah, some of the things I'm just like, I look back and I'm like, how, how was I even, how, how did I do that? You know, like, how was I constantly putting my body, like fueling it with crap? And then, you know, but then there's some other, you know, other habits you're like, yeah, no, I, yeah, I get that. But, um, you know, just knowledge is power. And from this place of power, I'm just kind of, I've accepted that I'm not going back and that's, that's a really, it's a really good place to be. Yeah, mate. Yeah, 100%, man. And uh, yeah, I totally relate to that. I totally relate to that. I look back um, a couple of years back, even, even more than a couple of years, and just think, how the hell was I living that lifestyle? Like, mm. no wonder I was so stressed. No wonder um, I wasn't in the shape I wanted to be in. No wonder I wasn't as fulfilled in life. Um that I wanted to be. No wonder I didn't just feel as, you know, as sort of calm and 
clear-headed on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, not saying that once you sort all this stuff out, life is perfect. It certainly isn't. Like, you still have problems, mm-hmm. issues, but it solves it solves a few things. It solves a few it things. It does. Yeah. And I mean, like, as, <clears throat> on that, just like as someone who has suffered from depression, you know, clinically for a while in my life, like, I'm not going to say that it's cured me, but my God, is it has it brought my baseline up from from where it was you know like it there is a lot to be said and like more gps and just people in the industry of health you know should be you know just saying how much are you sleeping what are you eating do you exercise like you can't just be slapping drugs down and just going take this you know um so yeah for me for my mental health journey you know while it's not cured and you know that's something that people with depression i think will come to realize in their own way is that you know sometimes it's it's a case of accepting that you're you know that you are the way you are and that's to be celebrated and sometimes it's a bit of a challenge um but if you can do everything you can to raise that baseline to a place that's healthy and livable you know like it all starts here it starts with what you eat how much you sleep what your body's yeah. up to yeah You've touched on two massive things there. Um, two things that I, I quite I value a lot. Um, these two statements that like I remember just I always used to write them down during like lockdown and you know, like during the kind of start of my coaching journey. Don't really write them down as much anymore. Maybe we need to start. But it was like um one of them was that I can accept that life isn't fair, like you can just accept that yes, life isn't always going to be fair, but you can try your best anyway. Um, you know, if you just think, if you play the victim and like just think everything's not fair, but you're not even going to try, then that's that's where you land yourself in, in the shit. But like when you just like actually accept that things aren't going to be, you know, 100% in your favour all the time, but you're going to, you know, try your best and to deal with things anyway and like not let things you know yeah man yeah yeah i love that very empowering to choose your circumstances yeah you know to just to to recognize this is where i am this is what i'm living in and i choose this and that's you know i'm not the victim of it it's where i am and um you know from there you have a you have two feet to stand on you have a place of power to move from rather than just sort of lying down being like oh the world is just happening at me and i've got no control over it yes mate yes love that um next question i wanted to ask you was throughout the process what were your kind of biggest challenges and how did we overcome them I find this one a bit hard to answer. I mean, for, for someone who's been sort of monitoring me the whole time, would you would you recognize sort of any challenges that you came up? Because my self-awareness sometimes with my own like bad habits sometimes isn't there. Um, but I'm just wondering what your your experience of me is in terms of my, my challenges. I've got one in mind, but um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess probably with you, I think the exercise was never really a, a hard thing to to build up. I think we built that up, built that up really gradually. I think something that we do continually have to go back to is just making sure that you know your diet is on point. But mm. in doing that, it's all it's also making sure that we have the right goals for the period of like the year or the period of the life your life that you're in currently and just making sure that your goals actually resonate with you and are kind of are so and i think that's like depend like when it comes to calories and diet and stuff like that you need to make sure you have the right goals and you actually value them so you can actually lean into to that side of thing um think because your nutrition it's like maybe we've been over the last few months it's kind of just been we've been on autopilot a little bit you know we've not it's not gone back to like where it was or anything like that you're probably eating yeah. a hell of a lot healthier and more intuitively now but you know when it comes to like 
reaching the next phase you know it's like what got you there isn't going to get you to the next the next phase so i know we're going to have to really revisit that and um get super accountable on that moving forward and that kind of ties into the goals that we're going to talk about for you moving forward yeah man okay yeah cool i mean yeah my, my thing is or has always been like calorie counting for sure um there's there's like a very very violent laziness that comes out in me where i'm like oh i can't be bothered like i know i'm doing all right but you know without the count like the days that you count you just you do so much better because you're just you're really onto it um so that's you know that's probably been the biggest weakness and i'm just somebody who i'm some i'm a bit of a foodie i just love food so much and so yeah the nutrition has been the thing that's been harder to shift for sure um the 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 fitness stuff has just been obvious but the nutrition um at times has been pretty tricky i think one thing that i did do which really helped was just like i cut bread and i cut cheese um two things that i used to just absolutely adore and you know like if they come up in my life i won't like deny myself of that um provided it kind of fits with my day but at home if i don't have those things i'm able to sort of yeah just sort of survive without them it's just yeah yeah it's the environment mate it's the environment it's like yeah. you know what i mean if if you have a cookie in your pocket all day you're gonna just constantly like eat that cookie so like a never-ending cookie that's what i feel like your phone's like if your phone's within arm's reach you're gonna check it if you have oh, if you yeah. have like sweets cakes and biscuits in your house you're gonna be sitting in your living room and they're gonna be like talking to you from your live uh, from your kitchen they're gonna be like come on come on in here and uh have, have a few because mm. If your environment, if you set your environment up right, if which is what you've done, um, so these kind of like trigger foods that you can just go crazy on, like bread and cheese, uh, stuff like that, the stuff that you know you're gonna overeat, like you just know you like just really click with it, and you can just stuff your face with it. If you set your environment up right, and that's not there, like you're setting that barrier. Um, so like if you're actually to go and get that you'd have to leave the house you'd have to get ready you'd have to go to the shop you'd have to buy it you'd have yeah. to come home and th that might be enough to uh you know deter you from doing that and that's going to help with the kind of overeating yeah like how many physical steps and how many like mental preparations are in between me and my block of cheddar yeah i call that using your laziness to your advantage <laughs> yeah yeah and we we had a lot of conversations about this at the start I remember you you really we talked a lot about this sort of thing and just putting those steps in front of yourself and it really helped like honestly yeah love that man love that you know what i think this zoom meeting i don't have um the pro version of zoom and i think it only lasts 40 minutes before yeah. it kind of ends so we've got less than a minute left on this meeting so what i'm gonna do oh, i'm gonna cut i'm gonna cut this off and then i'm gonna right. another one and i'll join the videos up later all right let's do that also before before you sign out like that's a good place to cut it but sometimes they gift you more time sometimes they won't just aggressively cut you so just see okay. see if it runs out and if it cuts off it cuts off but sometimes it's like oh have another 40 minutes <laughs> okay it says i've got less than a minute now we'll see what it see what it says i don't want to ask the next question and then yeah, yeah no, we'll, do, we'll do the next one in a bit yeah sweet i'll just i'll just stop it and uh join again yeah. we're back we're back <laughs> is that better yeah yep awesome awesome so i'll just stitch uh, those two recordings together later oh. and, uh, yeah. so yeah mate uh, the next question that I wanted to ask was, if you could go back in time, what advice would you give to yourself before starting? Before starting? Yeah, before starting the program. Mm. I'd say just trust in the process. I think um, I'm, I'm someone who is kind of analytical and critical and teases things apart a little bit and tries to sort of disprove 
things and you know maybe I would have thought I was at times that I knew what was better for me than you know what was being told um so I think you know just trusting in the process trusting in you know you you put your yourself in the hands of a professional just like lean into that um surrender to it you know because it's that thing where nothing we've done up until this point self-directed has worked even though we know what we need to do we need to move more we need to eat less um you know it doesn't doesn't work if you are if you're not doing that um consistently and you know under the supervision of someone for me that accountability has helped so much so i think just yeah surrendering to the process a little bit more i love that man i love that and i think a lot of people can can take that lesson away and um and think about it themselves man 100 percent um i think our own stubbornness is always going to be the thing that holds us back from making the most progress in our life i really do believe that um and next question i wanted to ask was was the investment completely worth it yeah just in a word nice yes. nice like, yeah. <laughs> yeah don't need to i almost don't want to i don't want to don't even need to elaborate just yeah just, yes it was i love that i love that if you said no i would just cut this podcast off right now <laughs> <laughs> like, cut, cut. <laughs> so yeah sweet getting into uh the present currently what are your goals right yeah um so I'm so comfortable in my skin now, which is just a, a really cool thing. Um, and from that place, I think I'd like to see what's possible to see, you know, the actual dream body. Um, and I, I know I'm focusing on body stuff here. I think I'm inferring when I say dream body that, you know, the mind kind of follows in, in tow. It's, um, the the body feels like something that you can quite physically work on it's your physical being um, and then you know you get those mental goals of clarity and focus and performance that come with it um i would just say i think i would like a six-pack actually that'd be really nice so um let's get on that and um yeah just being able to do i, I guess concrete goals right now would be um, getting the body fat significantly down. I don't know what my BMI is actually in terms of numbers, but getting the body fat significantly down, having a six pack and just being able to do lots of pull-ups really, that would be really cool as well. Yeah. And I can you know, I can do a fair amount, but I'd like to be someone who can just smash them out. Yeah. You can really, you can smash, the, you can smash the pull-ups out quite well now and uh, mm. to where you were at before. Um, mm. Yeah. I mean, like your goals right now, they're they're awesome and i think we talked we talked last week about about your goals and you know about like why these are your goals and remember you just kind of touched on the point like you just want to you just want to prove to yourself that you can actually follow through with this and mm. <clears throat> and and reach that point uh, and i think that's that's important it's important to to prove to yourself that you can do it and you can get to that to that level so that you can you can convince yourself you know is this for you isn't this for you do you want to maintain this or do you want to be you know be a bit more like flexible with your diet or is this something that you'd like to maintain and you do you feel so much better in this kind of state and this kind of aesthetic and i think this it's something it's for no one else to say but you and that's why you have to reach that point so you can either be like yeah this is awesome i want to be like this like all the time i always want to maintain like you know obviously a healthy uh, state of leanness but like just you all you want to continue to maintain this aesthetic because it makes you feel great and you enjoy it mm -hmm. or are you just going to be like you know what i'm glad i've done it um it's um maybe it's it feels awesome i look great but you know is it worth the sacrifice i don't know but you need to figure that out for yourself by experiencing it you know what i mean yeah. everyone's yeah. different everyone's different with how they kind of like experience that kind of thing mm. yeah okay cool i think um 
yeah that's a really good point it's um it's like the like it's a bit of a, an analogy like it's um like fitness is like climbing a mountain and you know the higher up you get the better the view is but also the thinner the air is so it's harder to stay up there so you have to be more serious about it um and yeah i think you know i've just sort of started my ascent um i'd like I'd also really like, as you said, to just prove to myself I can do it. I'm somebody who's always struggled a bit with follow through and, you know, have lots of ideas, starts lots of projects, but doesn't necessarily finish them or, you know, sort of complete. So I think for me to, to be like, yeah, I want to have a six pack and then actually go and get it would be a, a huge deal. It'd be a huge deal in sort of my integrity to myself, my authenticity and um so may as well just declare that now while uh while i'm on the podcast which is terrifying <laughs> i hate that i'm doing this but it's great um because yeah i love love that accountability so um yeah i'd say that's my goal love that mate uh, i love like to be able to just admit that that's like what you want is going to be so powerful um but yeah, I mean, going back to like following through with something, like actually following through with it, this goal is going to just build a level of trust with yourself, and that that's yeah. a, so if you you're going to be like, well, if I can follow through with that, and this is such a like getting in shape is such a thing that it's not like something you can just do in one day. It's something you really need to chip away at. So it's like if you can follow through with that, you build that like ultimate like long term trust with yourself and then you can look at other projects and be like i just have to treat that in the same way and chip away at mm. it. and then um, that's where like fitness goals really kind of tie into other goals you, you start really understanding like the power of like compounding and just the power of like little daily habits and all these wee things add up over time to create the, the kind of bigger picture and it helps. And even though we all know that, like we all kind of like instinctively know that it really just drives it home and, and internalizes it so much. And I think that starts coming through in other areas of your life as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Just being somebody that you can trust. Yeah. Is, um, it's, um, it's pretty powerful. I'm still figuring it out, but um, yeah, man. Yeah. this is part of that. Love it. Love it. So um, anything that you would like to uh, end this podcast on? Any message um, you give to any listeners? Maybe if they were thinking about getting started on a fitness journey or, you know, just anything in general that we could just uh, tie it up on. I know I'm putting you on the yeah. spot here. No, yeah, thanks for not putting me on the spot at all. Um, totally. Um, <laughs> right, let me think. Spot the whole way through this. I mean, this whole podcast is really about putting you on the spot. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I mean, we didn't prepare, but you know, I think I think we've done pretty well for our first little podcast experience. Um, yeah, I think so. I would, I'd say, like a, a lot of the things we covered today have been positives. A lot of the things that we've talked about have been, you put this effort in and you get these results, and you know. It's a long process, but you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, I guess I just wanted to touch on the fact that, you know, sometimes you will feel like you're failing. Sometimes you will feel like it's not going well and you've been so good this week. Why do you look the same? Or why are you not stronger? Why, not, why are you not quicker? Um, and I think I just wanted to touch on those and just say, you know, there's, there are those moments where it feels like it's, it's too much and it's not working and in those moments, I've been so happy with myself, so lucky that I haven't just thrown in the towel and quit. You know, you, there's a there's a level of wisdom that needs to come above that stuff and sort of go, no, you're in the right place. You're doing the right thing. It doesn't feel like it right now. It sucks and it feels like nothing's working, but you're in the right place and you're doing the right things. You know, it's, it's just sort of this blind faith in what you're doing. Um, so I guess yeah just acknowledging that you have those days where it doesn't feel like it's working out but um what you do to get through them is the real test of character um so that would be one remark and then another one would just be like don't to, I, I, you know something i wish i i'd told myself i could tell myself is you know years and years ago just like just do it just take the take the leap 
you know it took me took me till my like mid 20s mid to late 20s to do it um i wish i'd done it in my early 20s i wish i'd i'd done it in my teenage years but you know i didn't you know this is the journey and i've arrived at it when i have um but whatever financial hardship you think it will bring you know however out of your out of your price range you think it might be i can guarantee it's not just plain and simple because it's it's your body it's your home it's your this is where you live you know you want it to be perfect you want it to be as good as it can be um so you'll you'll you know you'll make those sacrifices to get there you'll um you'll spend the money so yeah i guess just it's worth it and trust in the process those are my two little remarks i love that mate and i think on that note i'm gonna end it because uh i can't say anything that will top that so yeah awesome <laughs> amazing <laughs> thank you thank you so much for doing this it's, yeah, it's actually it's been really good mate it's been really good i think we've um we've done about an hour so we've got you know oh christ all okay. to to um to get give people to listen to and i think it's going to be a really good lesson i'm going to listen back to it anyway so i think it was awesome um but yeah cheers for coming on mate cheers for coming on i'm excited for the next phase of your journey mate to to work with you and help you hit these goals and uh yeah i appreciate you mate it's been awesome yes man thank you again